there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. How are we, boys? Uh, good right now. Yep. Not sure how I'll be when this goes out. Yeah, yeah, same. What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about... Well, it's just a jump to the left. You should have organised with, with me way earlier. And then a step to the right... <laughs> You put your hands on your hips. <laughs> and your knees in tight. It's a pelvic thrust. Really drop me insane. Wait, we didn't even do the time slip bit, did we? No. This is what happens when... We're not going to change it to let's do the time slip again. No, but there's a bit in the song where it says time slip. Ah. This is what happens when I don't do the sing-alongs with Salty. Yeah. If I do it with Robbo, it's all cooked. Well, you started off wrong. Because you start off in a bit that doesn't have the bit of time slip in it. We're doing time slips. Time slips. All right. We're going to do time slips and we're also doing the new chronology. So uh, maybe we'll start with that because I I know that Robbo, we've just recorded our uh, episode about uh, Doomsday Cults. Mm. I know Robbo and there was a lot of Russia gear in that because we didn't mention it weeks ago, but I think Omshirenko were like... There was an idea that they were buying their nukes from Russia. Right. I didn't know that. And all my research this I did a while ago, so I'm not really super up to speed, but yeah, I do, yeah. Like, I do love a bit of a Russia bashing. Yeah. Robbo, the Russophobe, is massively head up. So let's start with the Russian one. Oh, yeah. So the new chronology is a conspiracy theory developed by a Russian guy called Anatoly Fomenko. And apparently it's quite popular in Russia, this theory. I saw a statistic that uh, 30% of Russians are sympathetic to the theory. Mm. But not to completely robbo up this Russia bashing, I do, when I see a stat like that, I do wonder, are 30% of Russians sympathetic to the idea? Does that, is that the same as them being fully on board with it? Or is that 30% of Russians are like, oh yeah, if that was true, that'd be cool. What 
percentage say believe that the moon landing was a hoax of say Americans? Do you think? Like, would know. it be around thirty percent? I don't know. There's some of those things where those things come out about Americans, and it's like a really high number. So, like, my my thinking is people have heard about it, and you hear about it so much, like the moon landing, that you think, oh, maybe there's something to it, but you never mm. actually look into it. So, what it actually is is the idea that, say, about two hundred years ago, so the last two hundred years of history. As recorded in the history books. Uh, yep, sorry, go. Probably about right. But uh, the history before that has been edited. Mm. No, it's the, it's the gap between 620 and 911 AD is the, the time that people believe has been edited. Okay, I think there might be a few different things. Oh, okay, that's the one I, I researched then. Yeah, I looked at that too. 614 to 911 mm. is what I've come across now. What have you got? I've got, so this is Anatoly Fomenko is this Russian guy. He's. Not I was wondering why you were saying Russian and it yeah, came yeah, up in mind. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I've spent any All right, yeah. well, <laughs> we're, we're, I guess we're going to be talking about a few different new chronologies. Yeah. So we'll talk about the Russian one first. Cool. Uh, so he's not a historian. I think he was maybe an astronomer. Uh, this is something that's been come up with quite recently. But uh, he was looking at the moon, thinking one day we'll get up there, us Russians. And he was going through like old, he was using uh, like old almanacs to sort of work out movements of the moon through history. And his numbers weren't making any sense because the the stuff that was recorded didn't match up with where the moon should have been at that time. And he realised it's because all of the dates had been mucked around with. So the theory goes that there's like a lot of history from like pre-200 years ago that has been edited. So uh, Russia's involvement in a lot of things has been edited out. Right. And a lot of stuff has been sort of spread out. I think this is what happens in your one as well. Actually, a lot of things happened a lot closer together and in this theory, a lot of it happened in Russia. Yeah, okay. So it's kind of sweeping Russia's involvement, just quietly getting rid of it. Yeah, so st- like something might have happened in St. Petersburg and it gets transported over to the UK. Um, so I just had a quick look on, on Wikipedia for new chronology and there's three... I don't think either of them were the ones that I looked up. There's new chronology Glasgow, um, which is a re- proposed revision of the chronology of ancient Egypt. And there's new chronology Roll, which is a uh, chronology of the ancient Near East developed by e- English Egyptologist David Roll. I can't remember which one I looked up now. It was a couple of weeks that I actually did the research. Is the Glasgow one that all of the pyramids were actually in Scotland? Uh, no, I don't think so. The one I looked up was come about in 1990 mm. by a bloke called Herbert Illig. And? And he, uh, it was, it's since been uh, developed by some other German historians. But basically. Oh, this <laughs> is Phantom Time. The 614 to 911. Yeah, yeah. So it's called the Phantom Time Hypothesis. Yeah. Which I think was what you proposed as the first time, Phantom Time. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, where they're saying that there was a period of time that didn't exist or that was edited 
um, for, I guess, a, a few different reasons. Like, they think that there was a... The Holy Roman Emperor Otto III wanted his... Wanted to be on the throne at the time of the millennium, so 1000 AD. So he just went, it's now 1000 AD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so they just went, all right, okay, it's 1000 AD now. And we've skipped X amount of hundreds of years. Yeah. Um, there's a few things in favor of that theory. Mm-hmm. Um, the apparent stagnation in the development of architecture, ceramics, and thought mm. during that time, as well as the subst- as uh, as well as a lack of substantial documentary evidence, um, this is why the first part of this period is called the Dark Ages. Oh, um, suggests that the t- that time period just didn't exist. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's in the six hundred AD or whatever. He's like, no, it's a thousand AD. From like a thousand AD through to like eleven hundred AD, they're probably like, yeah, we know it's really the year seven hundred. <laughs> but skip to twenty eighteen or nineteen ninety or whatever it's come up with, and it's like, no one knows that yeah. they did that. So there's also little archaeological evidence that can be reliably dated to that period. The Pope introduced the new Gregorian calendar in fifteen eighty two to replace the Julian one. Uh, when it was 10 days out of sync. Uh, if that error had been building up since the introduction of the introduction of the Julian calendar in 45 AD, it ought to have been 13 days out. Ah. So the intervening period must have been overstated by 300 years. I never really got the math behind this. Yeah, Did you understand either. the math behind Because it's like they should have adjusted by 10 days or 13 days, but they adjusted by 10. So that means... 300 days were lost. Is that because it's 10 days per century and that means 300 years were lost? Yeah. Because that, that included leap years. You know, we've got leap years. Yeah, but I mean... And leap seconds. You've got, to, that, you've got to have a lot of leap years and seconds to add up to 300. So I think it was... The calendar was out by 13 days a year. They adjusted it on the basis that it was out by 10 days. That mm. means 300 years were lost. Yeah. Um. Also, so the, there was... Well, you used can, I just, can I just maths pill this bloke? Yeah. So over like the course of a thousand years, it had gone out of sync by this amount. Mm. So then the the three days difference is like that's the three hundred years. Yeah. That's sort of is proportionally correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I just said. Yeah. Do you get it though? Yeah, I mean, I just explained it. But you then, said you said you didn't get it, and then you explained it. Yeah, you well, just thought it through. Thought it through, and, and then you explained it back to me worse. All right. Well, cut me body mansplaining. I am leaving that in. <laughs> no, <laughs> cut it. Um, so there's one thing that's used in favour of proving it, and also in favour of disproving it. Oh, this is no good. Is <laughs> the existence of Charlemagne? Oh. So they're saying that. Well, that's when Charlemagne was around and we know that Charlemagne was a real person. So mm. that's he did heaps of stuff. So yeah. it must have been a time. But they're also saying Charlemagne was credited with so much stuff that he was probably a mythical figure. Right. He was an architect, astronomer, educator, philologist, folklorist, lawmaker, statesman. Mm. So they're saying, look, the range of stuff that he did, supposedly in that time... Yeah. He had to just be a made-up person. Right. Oh, but I mean, if you were to look at like his actor equivalent, Timothy Oliphant, 
Yeah. Who's <laughs> <laughs> got like if you were to look at the range of his acting career. Yep. If you were to look at that back like three hundred years from now, people are gonna look back at Timothy Oliphant yeah. and say, There's no way that could have been one man. Yeah. From the villainous drug dealer Todd in Go yep. to the hilarious realtor slash zombie husband in Santa Clarita Diet. Yep. And also, you know, some cowboy. Yep. And the cop in Gone Justified. in Sixty Seconds. And the cop in Just Yeah. Like so many different types of cops as well. Yeah. People are gonna be like Timothy Oliphant, that's ridiculous. Yeah, he must have been a made up person. Yeah. Also <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I can sort of see the idea of Charlemagne being a real person, but also if this thing is true, like a bunch of different good dudes throughout history, they're like, oh, I'll just say it was Charlemagne, as long as we're like we've got to chop three hundred years out of history. It's like look, we want it he's a Bunch of good dudes in history. We've got Charlie. We've, we've got, got Jesus. Maine. Jesus, the good historical dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he wearing a bit thin? We yeah. need a new one. <laughs> one of the things that, that kind of disproves this is the um, recordings around the world of solar events. Yep. Uh, this would be a, a good... If people were listening to this right after listening to our last episode, which we recorded chronologi- chronologically, uh, Haley's Comet... Was one of the things that was is referenced in Chinese um, myth, uh, Chinese stories at the time that lines up with those three hundred years actually existing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can't fake astronomy. No tree ring data. Oh yeah, is apparently linear with the yeah. proper time we know. Is it like how would we know though? Because they found old trees. Yeah, but like. Who's to say that tree wasn't planted? The people looking at the tree rings. Like, you know, yeah. you look at the rings and mm-hmm. it's like, all right, we count the rings. That's how it works, right? Yeah. yeah. That's suspicious. That is suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> it seems too easy, right? <laughs> but you count, let's say... You, is it one for one? Is that know. how it works? I don't know how it works. Does it depend on the species of the tree? But let's say that's how... Let's say that is how it works. Yeah. sounds stupid. <laughs> How I've been tree ringed pills. Tree ring pills. <laughs> pills. <laughs> Let's say that's how it works. Yeah. And you count them. Let's say you count back six hundred. Let's say you let's say you counted back two thousand and eighteen things. The ring in the middle isn't gonna be like, oh, this is the one where Jesus died. Yeah. Do they salty? <laughs> do they have current events mapped out on them? Well, <laughs> they can do testing on like can they do testing in between the the rings of like what was in the atmosphere? I think we've made it abundantly clear we have no idea how tree, tree rings. Or work. am I talking? Am I thinking of like when they dig a trench archaeologically? Yeah, yeah. And they can look at the oh look, there's a level a layer of this sort of thing here, which suggests that at that time they, they can do this it was in the air. The uh, like Arctic core, you get into the ice. Yeah, ice core yeah, sampling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you're like digging up a mine shaft, you find, find an old newspaper. Yeah. Like oh well, it's from that date. Yeah, this newspaper was there. Yeah, the easiest one. But I think Charlemagne says, and when you're digging up a mine shaft and you find an old newspaper, or you find like a brand of, like you find a packet of uh, fags candy, mm. like oh, this is from before the PC thought police yeah. cracked down on candy. So this must have been like 1990 or whatever. Mm. When you cut the tree open and you go, you're like, all right, 600. This goes back 600 years. 
there's no thing saying that's just saying this tree started 600 years ago it's not saying it started in the year 600 or in the year 1000 yes but i guess if you can work out when the tree was first planted but there's no records of that well here we go it's this says that tree rings can tell us about climate change and things that were happening in the environment at the time you just listen closely. So if they can go, oh, there was like such and such an event happened in this place at apparently in the year 600 that apparently doesn't exist. But here's an ancient tree from there and we can see that ring number blah, 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 matches up to that. Then I guess that's accurate. I think they are yearly too. Um, Each so year I'm, trees grow new cells. Well, so I'm thinking if you can... Doesn't if, help. If you can carbon... No, if you can carbon date... A tree, or work out whatever date it started based on the makeup of the core of the tree, mm. and then you count out to where we are now, mm. and there's no gap of 300 years. No, Robo. <laughs> Why not? Because if you know exactly when it started based on the, the carbon dating and the, the. If we carbon date this tree to the year zero, yeah. and there's 2008, and it's 2018, yeah. and there's only. There's that, that 1, exact amount. 700 yeah, rings. Yeah. There's 300 missing. Yeah. But yeah. But when we carbonate something, we're only carbonating how old it is, right? We're not so. We can't. <laughs> uh, dendrochronology. I feel like I'm oh, not, no. so I feel den- like I'm not crazy. Dendro- dendrochronology is tree ring dating. Uh, mm. And this is, according to Wikipedia, does prove it. So you, you can analyze the atmospheric conditions mm. to work out what part of time that was in. Right. So if you know that. So if I'm watching like Al Gore's massive prequel. Yep. So if you know that, then you can count. And if there's not a gap of 300, then it works. Right. There's no. If there is a gap of 300, then oh my God. But are there any trees that we can even chop down to prove or disprove this? Well, so people have been doing this since uh, 287 BC. Chopping down the trees. And counting the rings. What we really need is for someone to have done this in the year 1000 and seen they needed to have chopped down a 400-year-old tree and seen whether it was 400 years old or 100 years old. They can't, they, they're not 1,000-year-old trees, are they, Salty? In yeah, there's like ancient Until 2013, trees. I haven't seen what happened then, the oldest individual tree in the world mm-hmm. was Methuselah, a 4,845-year-old Great Basin bristlecone pine in California. Right, chop it down, let's find out. <laughs> Also, well, so well, maybe they did that in 2013. That's why it was only until then. Maximum span for a fully anchored chronology is a little over 11,000 years. So they can work out based on tree chronology 11,000 years the atmosphere and how long that tree's been growing. Right. So there's a gap of 300 in there. We've got phantom time. If there isn't, no phantom time. I, just, I mean, the thing is... You, are you a... Dendrochronologist? Well, I'm not a dendrochronologist. Dendrochronologist, sorry? I'm not. You're not? Okay, cool. No, but so I'm, you've got can you more. Just, can you? So the same group that aged that four and a half, four thousand eight hundred year old tree, mm-hmm. then in the same mountains, the White Mountains in California, mm-hmm. aged one at five thousand and sixty-two years old. Sucked in Methuselah. Europe's oldest tree, crowned in two thousand sixteen is a 1,075-year-old Bosnian pine in Greece. Mm-hmm. The tree, named Adonis, after the Greek... Uh, took root in AD 941. 
That is after the chronology. I like but the, the American one is before. So I like that the Americans are like, oh, we've got a really old tree. Let's name it after the oldest man in the Bible. And the Greeks are like, oh, we've got a really old tree. Let's name it after the sexiest man in the Bible. <laughs> the hungiest man. Um, Europe is, a, is apparently home to even longer-lived trees, but they haven't been officially dated. Hmm. We need a dendrochronologist on the case. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? I'm not a dendrochronologist. You can't even say But it. I'm a student of the human condition. Okay. Robo. Yep. And as diverse as humanity is, and with the amount of time that has passed, whether it's 2,000 years or 1,700 years, I find it hard, very hard to believe that this earth, even with so many people, has produced two people with the range of a Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying based on Timothy Oliphant's do we need to cut Timmy Oliphant in half? <laughs> See how many rings he's got. Yeah. So you're saying you've been phantom time-pilled. Do you believe that there's 300... Based on your complete misunderstanding of dendrochronology? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Old no dendrochronology knowledge cam over here. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> I don't really have anything else on well, phantom time. I've got more on my cooked Russian one. Oh yeah, let's go back to your one. So, yeah, this is very popular in Russia. There's a bunch of... He's written a bunch of books about it, mm. which are bestsellers in Russia. I don't know if they've been massively translated into English. I think just a little bit. Right. But, you know, whatever. Let's say Charlemagne was in St. Petersburg. Um, there's some more cooked stuff that has then come out of that. So other people have taken that ball and run with it. And then they've opened up the ball and there was like a bunch of little balls inside it. I was listening, I listened to a few episodes of a podcast called The Higher Side Chats, which was it just people get wasted. Yeah. I don't, like two dope dads. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I recommend it, but I do recommend you at least uh, dial up an episode on YouTube and listen to their theme song, which is a banging. Better than our theme song? It has the chorus, where would we be without THC? <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, but he's had a few people on talking about this new chronology, but they've taken it to a different level. So one that I heard said, all right, so we know that the elites have edited history to you know suit their purposes or whatever, mm. to set themselves up to be the heroes of the piece or however it goes. But some of what's been edited out was like uh, the existence of fairies oh, yeah. and the fae, the fae people. That's all being cut out of history. Uh, and I also heard one where like a lot of Atlantean stuff has been edited out. Hmm. So I was listening to this one. Uh, this person had also, I haven't gotten up to this bit of it, but uh, they've done like a Ayukasa Ayahuasca? Ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. 200 times. Right. So I'll be curious to hear how that went. (laughs) (laughs) But um, they had a lot of stuff about Atlantis and how Atlantis has been cut out. And there's also like a Greek one, uh, Hyperborea, which is, uh, I think the idea is that they were giants. Uh, It was like in ancient Greece, it was a mysterious place. It was to the, the north of Borea. Mm. wherever that was, and uh, apparently there was no road or, or sea that you could take to get there. Right. 
which people are like, oh, well, that just proves that it was just a made-up thing. But to me, that's like, oh, you've left us a little bloody riddle about taking a tunnel or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) But there's some theories that it might have been the UK because apparently there's it's described as like a small island with some sort of circular uh, thing in it and that could be Stonehenge. Oh, yeah. Or there's also like some even small, I think maybe the Isle Isle of Jersey, Mm. uh, which also has some sort of Stonehenge-y little thing. They're like, maybe that was it, but... uh, yeah, they've cut out the uh, the giants and their involvement in history. So I was just looking at this while you're talking, Cam. Uh, you really should have said new chronology when you pitched this, and not Phantom Time, because mm. this is actually really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gary Kasparov, the mm. like I think probably the most famous chessman in the world, mm. he's a subscriber to this. Yeah, he's on board. Uh, not completely on board, but he's like, you know, a lot of this kind of matches up with my own thoughts on history, and apparently, like. Ancient Greece had all these facts that the Romans and the modern Greece kind of ignored and sort of started again, all that kind of lost knowledge stuff. Um, also, dendrochronology, old Fumiko is not a fan. Oh. He says it's inaccurate and it doesn't help prove a theory. Yeah, which sort of makes sense when you think about the idea no. that a tree ring would be one ring for one year. <laughs> <laughs> That's very convenient. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he says it fails as an absolute... Dating method because of gaps in the record. Yeah, bearing uh, in mind at all times that he is not a student of history at all. Yeah. <laughs> he's now, from a completely different field. Did Kasparov beat the computer or the other way around? I think it won. Yeah, the computer won, but it was like a seven series, so it was a bit of push and pull. Right. But I saw a completely unrelated, but kind of related. Someone beat an AI system in chess in uh, whatever the 15 second chess is you play managed to beat AI at that which I imagine is pretty pretty amazing Hmm. there you go also saw there was a a bit of stuff about like the Incas so there's these ancient civilizations that we don't really know a lot about Hmm. but their idea with the Incas is you look at the Inca civilization which was supposedly at war on all fronts for like a long time and you look at like a society today and that would be completely unsustainable but this ancient civilization somehow managed to not only be constantly at war in every direction yeah but also like thrive and they have these huge monolith things but the interesting thing that they were saying about these big structures they built is that it seems like there's a much more intricate structure and then there's like Inca shit stuck on the top. Mm. So who made the intricate one? Yeah, that's the question. That's, the question. that's all been chopped, chopped, chopped out. Right. And that is kind of, I guess, there is quite often pops up about ancient races that have been covered up by, by someone mm. um, where people look at like stonework, say the Inca temples or whatever, and then compare them to other stonework around the world and like, oh, they're the same. Um, and they're still standing today, you know, Probably buildings fall down. Yeah. Probably modern builders. Yeah. They fall down in a couple of days, a couple of weeks. Not like these Incas. No. How could they do it? One thing they said in this was it's like, oh yeah, this really gels with like the idea that we were much more evolved and that we've since devolved. And it's like, no, buildings today, even if occasionally they fall down if you chuck a plane into them, mm. Uh, generally they're more advanced than a bunch of rocks stuck <laughs> up on each other. There's no lift in those Inca temples. You have to bloody walk up to the top for one thing. 
we're sitting here looking at information stored in other buildings all around the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> while we're talking yeah no i feel like we have evolved a little bit at least architecturally <laughs> yeah some of them were ugly as well you've mm. seen that show grand designs <laughs> some pretty pretty buildings going on these days did you see that thing not like long ago where they've developed some sort of topographical laser mapping thing mm. and they flew over a bunch of these South American jungles and just discovered that underneath there's like fucking so much hidden yeah. architecture that they didn't know about. Well, the same with um, Angkor Wat in Cambodia. Right. Like, that was only discovered fairly recently and mm. they're still finding stuff. And yeah. it's huge. I think it was discovered maybe in the 20s, maybe even later than that. Yeah. And like, like, wow, there's this ancient, whole ancient society that we didn't know about. Um, pretty cool. Check it out if you're in Cambodia. That's my hot tip. <laughs> the num- one of the number one tourist plots in the world. You should check it out. Yeah, hot tip. <laughs> Not quite as old. When I was in Rotterdam four years ago, I went to a building, a house, it was just someone's house, that had that was built before bloody the Whiteys come to Australia. Yeah. And I was just like, this is insane. I'm in a house that's like so fucking old. That's one of the things that I don't... You're living in Australia and New Zealand, you don't realise until you go to Europe and someone sees how old it is. And you're yeah. Like, oh, it's so old. Yeah. It's still here. I'm like, oh yeah, this building was built in like 1708 or something. I was like, what? <laughs> Anything else about Phantom Time, new chronology? There's probably a lot of things, but yeah, we're we'll researching we'll, different things. <laughs> maybe we'll come back to it in a more structured manner. I think we need to uh, get this tender of chronology yeah. thing worked out at another time. I just want to keep saying it so I remember it so I can drop it into casual conversation. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah and people will think you're smart. into a time slip how does it go i can't remember i've just got the um the chorus on my head now let's talk about time slips yeah so when we set out when we set out to uh work out what we we're going to do this episode about i said phantom time slash new chronology i feel like i was fairly clear mm. about what the different things we're going to be looking at i'm going to go check the slack chat for the the evidence here but uh, you also came back and said, uh, what about time slips? And I said, Robbo, what's a time slip? And I say it again to you now, Robbo. What's a time slip, Robbo? A time slip is basically... When a couple jump to the left. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of things. One, when people are just kind of going about their day and then suddenly they look around and they're in a different time. Mm-hmm. Usually like old Edwardian Englishy times. Mm-hmm. Or the other version is... Usually you're driving along in a car, mm. you see some bright lights ahead. Oh, what's all this then? Completely black out. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're driving along in your car, but it's like four hours later. Yeah, so just missing time. So you've just been abducted. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've probably just had a bit of a nap, a micro sleep. You've had a four, four hour, hour micro sleep while driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, righto. Um, That's stupider than being abducted by aliens. I remember one time I was rewinding a tape on my old tape deck when I was a kid and I knew I was at the end of the tape and I pushed rewind, clicked straight away and I was at the start. What the hell just happened? Time slip. You didn't have an auto side change function and you were actually on the other side? No. 
No, I didn't. I didn't. It didn't have an auto side change function. It wasn't a car stereo. It was a little boombox. Yeah, they yeah, it's a very common feature. Yeah, well, I was a very common person. I didn't have the bloody mod cons that you did. Right. Can we just do away with this missing time thing? That's just aliens, right? Are there any other explanations for that? Well, the ones where you wake up in an Edwardian no, 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 place. No, the ones where you're driving and you see the bright lights of, your, of a UFO and then you suddenly oh. it's four hours later and you've, you've, you've lost time. Sitting uncomfortably. <laughs> I did also read that related to fog as well, not just lights. Like driving, someone said they were driving home from another town and they drove into a heavy fog. Then the fog lifted and they were suddenly like, they'd missed their hometown by like 50 miles and it was like hours later. Did maybe the aliens have a smoke machine? <laughs> <laughs> or is it people just not paying attention? Zerg, get out the dry ice. Here comes a guy. Surely it's just people not paying attention, right? And missing their exit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think like you, you just kind of z- you zone out for a bit. Yeah. You're tired, you're not really paying attention, but you're just going on autopilot. Yeah. When I used to work night shifts, I mean, as dangerous as it was, I used to have fucking micro sleeps every day driving <laughs> home from work. <laughs> and I used to work nights, permanent nights, and there was so many mornings where I would like be driving home and then be like, oh, I'm here already. I actually don't remember the last like 15 minutes of my drive. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it was, yeah, just because I was really tired and not paying attention. But yeah, that sort of, I can understand that phenomenon of like, not not, re- not that I lost time, it's just that I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm here already. Huh. Yeah, I know, I've driven, I know I've driven around in fog before and like missed a turn. Yeah. And then kept on going for quite a while because I'm like, oh, I must be coming up my turn soon right um to get to the answer the who suggested this incorrectly mm-hmm. january the 30th topic missing time slash new chronology suggested by luke <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no one suggested phantom time at all but for some reason salty That's and i unless we've had a bit of a time slip ourselves mm. so the time slips when you're back in edwardian times yeah Glossing over the fact that I was wrong. Sorry, Cam. That's all right. Um, I found two examples. One which I thought was quite funny. Like I found a few examples, but they're all pretty similar, but two notables. Yeah. One was um, two guys were going to play tennis. Yeah. So this story already is full of holes. Yeah, drove around <laughs> his mate's house to pick him up to play tennis. And for some reason, they went to a new part of town. They didn't know where any courts were, so they just drove around looking for them. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like. Surely you know where you're going to go play tennis. Yeah. You, I can't imagine a scenario where anyone is driving around town looking for a tennis court. Yeah. And like, you look for a 7 Eleven. Yep. You look for a gas station. Yep. You don't look for a tennis court. No. Should we go play some tennis? Yeah, cool. I'll pick you up at seven. And then you're just like, all right, where? where? Yeah. I don't know. We'll just drive around until we find one. So they pulled over and asked a cop. Helpful copper says, go down that way, turn left, you'll find one. Yeah. So they did. Found this tennis court. Next day, they went back to play again. Wasn't there. What? When oh. they were there the first time, there were people all dressed all in white. Yeah. Old timey clothes yeah. playing. And they came back next day. It's just a car park. Gone. Gone. I don't know if I trust them f- because they started the story by we were driving around looking for a tennis court. Yeah. yeah. 
Did they we, drive to the car park and they're like, where's the tennis court gone? It's like one street over. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the fact they had to ask a cop the first time. Yeah, remember how we didn't know where we were going yesterday? We still <laughs> actually don't know where we're going today. Um, I don't even know how you like, if you're going to fake a story like that, come up with a better reason than we were just driving around <laughs> looking for a tennis court. Yeah. <laughs> The other one... Um, we, were, we were driving around. Yes, we were going to huff the tennis balls. <laughs> we were going to get massively high off the tennis ball fuzz. Uh, I think both of these stories were told by an Aussie guy who had a... He started off, it sounded like his own anecdote, and then he just kind of went into a whole bunch of other anecdotes. But his own one, him and his wife were driving along, and they'd driven this road heaps. So I think they were going somewhere in South Australia. And there's a pub they, they'd go past all the time. Old pub, quiet part of the road. And they're driving along. She was asleep. And he comes up to this pub and there's all these people everywhere. And he's like, oh, what's going on? And he sees these horse and carriages and people in old-timey dress. He's like, oh, that's a bit weird. And then he saw, he remembers this, this child in like very fine blue clothes and ruffles and old-timey clothes. And then he's like, oh, what's going on here? It must be some sort of dress-up thing in the yeah. middle of nowhere. So it's a Ren Fair. Yep. And then he gets a little bit further this is down. What all of these stories probably actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets like, you know, just after he goes past it, his wife wakes up. She's like, oh, where are we? And he's like, oh, we just went past the pub back there. It's so weird. Have a look. And he, they both turn around and have a look. Nothing there. Not even a pub. Pub's still there. Right. Just the old timey stuff not there anymore. Time slip. Mm-hmm. What I find really interesting about this is if he slipped into time in that moment and went back to that part of the world, but like. Centuries ago, mm. in uh, in sort of small town outbacky Australia, people wouldn't be dressed up in their fineries at a pub. Mm. Like the way he described it, like they were super dressed to the nines. They'd be wearing little uh, convict clothes or something, wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't there also be a big sign outside the pub saying, "This is the site of where the mysterious vehicle appeared"? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Uh, <clears throat> let me just fucking school robber on some Australian history. No convicts in South Australia, mate. The free settlers. Debatable. No. Fact. So they would have been dressed up to their nines. <laughs> just, just free settlers. No criminals until they started doing crimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I guess my There's point a lot of murders. Is, <laughs> Adelaide, famous for not having any, any murders. No murders. <laughs> uh, my point is, it seems like an unlikely dress to stumble across if you're travelling through time. Yeah. Fineries. Oh, I think part of the story, the boy was the only one that saw him. Oh. No one else saw the car. And that happened as another... So that boy just had the shit beaten out of him for lying <laughs> after that. Burned as a witch. Yeah. Um, another couple uh, stories I saw was just people like got out of a train station and then, you know, under the subway in, in London and then got to the top and there was old timey stuff and no one could see them and they're like, what's going on? And then they... Turned around and it was all gone again. It just sounds like the plots of TV shows. <laughs> Pretty much, was that yeah. Good Night, Sweetheart? Was that the show? Mm. Where the guy would go into the pub and when he went into the pub, it was like old-timey in there. Yeah, right. And then he'd like, live, he lived like an, a, a life in his old-timey world and in his normal world. Yeah. A life only in the pub, though. I can't remember what happened. Maybe you could like go out the back of the pub. And yeah, I think he could live world. in the world there, but the gateway was the pub. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Was it a good show? I remember it being a quaint little fun show. Quaint little time travel little romp. British mm. thing. Um, I, uh, I come across similar stuff. Like a guy was walking down the street and he went to... Then suddenly like everything changed and he was about to go to a bookstore. Then suddenly it was a shoe store. 
Right. And everything was old and old timey. He was with his missus and oh no, I think he was with I don't know if he was with someone, but he was like, Oh, and he walked in and as he walked in, everything changed back and it was a bookstore. And he said to a woman who came in with him, Did you see that? And she was no. like, Yeah, I thought I was coming into a shoe store, but now it's a bookstore. And he had it the other way around. No, and he oh, okay. same so, thing, yeah, but it was yeah. just like someone else had seen the same thing. But again, it sounds like Bullshit. Made up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you come across anyone who was like, oh, I was walking down the street and suddenly there were flying cars? No. It's, no like one's, it's a one-way thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it hasn't happened. I guess if you ended up in the future, you'd be like, oh, let's try and cling to this. Hmm. If you ended oh. up in old times, you'd be like, ugh, yuck. There was one thing, a pilot. There was one, a, t- a forward type slip with a pilot in World War One, who I think was flying over an airfield that he would always fly over. But when he, one time he was flying over it and recorded seeing on the ground that there was different planes. There was like mono wing planes that mm. were painted yellow. That was unusual at the time. And people, the all the mechanics and engineers on the ground were all dressed differently. Isn't that like a, either a Roald Dahl or a Twilight Zone story? I don't know. I feel like a lot of these could be Twilight Zone stories. Yeah. Something someone saw on Twilight Zone and just assumed that it was real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Early Edition was another television show that had that kind of time slip element right. where the guy would find a paper on his doorstep with a cat on it every morning and it was the next day's paper. Ah. And you had to save people. Was that What's-His-Face? The it's guy... F- Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what's his name? Good story. Life on Mars, good time slip show. Oh, yeah. That was a good show. Ashes to Ashes, also a good one. I don't think I ever watched Ashes to Ashes. It's good. Answered a lot of questions from Life on Mars. Yeah. Did it? Uh, Twenty-two eleven sixty-three. It's good use of a uh, oh, yeah. the time traveling uh, cupboard in the diner to provide cheap meat. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea what you just said. That did you ever see that show? No, with James Franco. No, where he finds that his mate his mates runs a diner and he's dying. And he's like, I've got to show you something. And he puts him in a cupboard. And he comes out the other side of the cupboard, like back in the 60s. Right. Like right, like a few little while before JFK got killed. And his mate's like, I need you to go back and stop JFK from getting killed. It's, it's been my life's work. Yeah, my life's work. And now <laughs> it's why I'm in such bad shape. Yeah. Because you've seen me like just going through normal time. But actually, I've been living decades Longer in the 60s yeah. Trying wow. to stop JFK from getting killed But Sounds I keep pretty on cool. fucking it up But the premise is His diner's got famously cheap prices Because he goes back to the 60s And buys all his meat cheap And then <laughs> brings it back <laughs> That's just good business really yeah. Quantum Leap as well But that was kind of forced Cam, yeah. do you like that show? Yes, very much <laughs> You know I do <laughs> I still love that show when I was a kid Does it hold up? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it does Yeah so, what we don't have is much conspiracies around time slips, but what we do have is a lot of pop culture yeah, around yeah. time slips. The conspiracy is aliens, though, right? That's the... Yeah, I assume so. It's aliens. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you're just normal driving down the street and old-timey stuff. that just have to be weakness in the old space-time continuum. Like a rip or a, um, a little black hole? Yeah, or a simulation glitch. Could be uh, a simulation glitch. Hmm. Oh, you've loaded in the bloody old-timey mod. Yeah. Get that off before anyone knows. Oh, just, it was just one bloke. It'll be fine. Just yeah. a, a line of code. It's gone wrong. 
Uh, all right, well, time slips. We never remembered the actual lyrics to the part of the song where they talk about the time slip. Into the time slip. So mind flip. I'm pretty sure mind flip's the rhyme for that, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Maybe you can get it on the tools. <laughs> It's right. a throwback to like four <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> if people want to find us online, they can do so at lyrics.com slash Rocky Horror Picture Show, <laughs> which is where we'll, we'll be. Uh, no, uh, hypotheticalinstitute.com. We are on Redbubble for some sick merch. We are on iTunes if you want to leave us a review. It helps the podcast. We're on Spotify if you just want to have a casual listen on the train. I just noticed that the last review we got on iTunes was from December last year. Oh. So that's going to be some sort of time slip, right? So get on it, peoples. And uh, you can find Robbo. Nah, too bad. You can get me at Ale of a Time and aleofatime.com. Uh, I'm at Saltmarsh on Twitter, Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook for a really outdated Facebook page. And check out the Tohider Patreon. And you can find me at Sexenheimer on Twitter. And gather around me on Facebook and iTunes for my other podcast. Bye bye. 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 Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said, don't worry about a thing. Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind altering drugs. About a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation In which to disarm Australia I said don't worry About a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Ooh, Don't worry About a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which let's not forget where all of the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing, except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?